Welcome to another edition of The Chat. I'm Katherine Glaspie, Public Information for Chatham County. And with us today is Nick Beard, our video producer. He's behind the scenes. So, Nick, you over there? I'm awake. Good morning, Chatham County. Welcome to The Chat. Are you going to chime in with us a little bit today? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. All right. That sounds good. Also with me today is Abby Murphy. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Um, and today we have Chief Hadley joining us from Chatham County Police Department. Welcome to the chat. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in Savannah, Georgia. Well, um, I was born in Indiana. Um, but I moved to South Florida, Naples, Florida, um, in second grade, uh, to live with my dad and my brother. And I grew up down there. So I went to elementary, middle, high school down there in the first couple of years of college. And I always, uh, since high school knew I wanted to be a police officer, um, attended a job fair and that was what interested me. So I really kind of always knew what I wanted to do. Um, I was too short to play professional sports, even though I liked doing it, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I went to community college in Fort Myers, Florida, and mm -hmm. I put myself through the police academy uh, in 1991. And I was fortunate enough to get hired by the Cape Coral Police Department, which is right outside Fort Myers. And I worked there a couple years, and I was looking to go to a larger agency that had more opportunities for growth and sure. and to do some of the things that I had an interest in. And so I actually um, applied to the Fort Wayne Police Department where I was born, Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is the second largest city in Indiana, Northeast Indiana. It's about mm -hmm. 200 and uh, 65,000 people that live there. And uh, my mom and my sisters were there and my brothers. So I had a lot of family reasons to go back there. And so I went uh, there in January 94 and uh, spent most of my time working undercover um, okay. and doing that. Uh, really enjoyed that and, um, you know, got promoted and, and rose through the ranks and was uh, promoted to captain. And I ended up running uh, the narcotics division uh, okay. for several years. And as well as running the police academy um, and a patrol division. And so um, I went back to school, got my master's degree and had a, a crazy idea in my head that that, that I wanted to be a, a police chief. Um, <laughs> just, you know, I had my own ideas about policing and, and, and things that I you know thought would work and and how you, you know, the approach that you should take to to community. And anyways, so I ended up. Uh, uh, in 2008, I was hired as the public safety chief in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and um, I was 30, just had just turned 38 years old. I was young and didn't really know what I was doing, quite frankly, but I had a great boss and a great mentor, and um, he had a lot of confidence in me, mm -hmm. and so I appreciated that and uh, uh, was there for nine and a half years. Uh, I thought we did some stellar work around community policing and, sure. and some other uh, problem-solving initiatives. and. And so, uh, and then, uh, you know, I wanted to get to some warmer climate and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, looking for new opportunities and, and, uh, this opportunity came up and I was kind of amazed. I knew that Savannah had had a merged police department sure. and to see that it was separating, um, was interesting in and of itself, just the dynamics behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. then obviously that born a, an opportunity to, potentially uh, be the engineer, if you will, of recreating a, a, a pretty large police department in the 21st century. And that those opportunities just don't exist very often in, in my profession. And so uh, I was just fortunate enough um, to be offered the position by the county manager and, and, and the chairman and uh, 
you know, it's been a great transition. I've been here almost two years. Uh, December 4th will be two years. And uh, it's just been fantastic. It's um, It's been amazing to see the transition from Savannah Chatham Metropolitan Police Department to having two police departments um, out of that CCPD mm-hmm. and really how fast it all came together. Um, the county put together a transition team mm-hmm. as well as the city did, and they worked together to do it. And we were a part of that team and PIO. And um, I-, I can remember sitting in that meeting for transition meetings going, we're, we're, four months out and they haven't hired a chief yet. Hmm. Um, we're making deci- decisions that I really think the chief should be making. <laughs> yeah. um, so I know that had to be really interesting for you to come in and, and build this, but then already have a few decisions made mm-hmm. that you were going, Hmm, I'm not so sure about this. Um, what was it like really to, to step in when you, cause you got here in I think September, October, uh, no. December 4th was my first day. December 4th. Okay. I remember that was the day that you, you were sworn in, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was your first day on the job. That was my first day of work. So you're looking at, you know, we had to start policing February 1st. Mm-hmm. So we right. had less than 60 days. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would have been less than 60 days to begin policing the unincorporated areas. So. Um, was that stressful to come in it, two it, months before and know that you had to? Absolutely. I was about to say, yeah. no pressure at all there, I right? I mean, it, it was. I mean, you just know that just in the math of it wasn't going to work in terms mm-hmm. of we weren't going to be able to hire right. enough folks to fulfill our obligation uh, to the community. Um, so with that said, I mean, you need relationships right? You know, and, and you need help right? and you have to acknowledge that. Yeah. And and I think that relationship that you built with the sheriff, because they were the ones that came out and, and really helped you patrol for that first, what, six months or so? Yep, six, Excuse seven me. months. Uh, they really helped us. So a lot of credit goes to Sheriff Wiltshire and his team uh, kind of, you know, extending his hand mm-hmm. and saying, how can I help? And uh, putting together a, a, a staffing plan with, with his complement of officers and what little officers that we had at the time and going out and, and trying to you know, and serve the community like, like, like we were obligated to, but it worked, um, mm-hmm. not perfect, obviously, and, but it worked. And, um, over time we were able to hire up and staff up. Um, and then the amount of officers that he uh, attributed to us, you know, kind of month after month kind of sure. you know, uh, re- reduced until I think September of 18 was the last couple that went back to them full time. So like I said, a lot of thanks and credit goes to, to Sheriff Wiltshire and his team. Um, but uh, with that said, you know, you talked about the transition team and you mm-hmm. asked about, you know, um, coming in and decisions were made and whatnot. And, and yeah, they were. And, and I remember uh, sitting down with the county manager and, and uh, some of the transition team really during my interview process, not necessarily uh, right before I got offered the job. And I asked the question, I hope the new chief doesn't come in and do X. Right. You know, because I wanted to know from them. You know, you don't want to come in and, and disrespect their work mm-hmm. and act yeah. as if you're all knowing and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to do it my way when decisions had to be made out of necessity. So coming in, you know, as a chief, you know, what could I live with you sure. know, or what maybe I could change or tweak or move in a new direction later on down the road because you had to kind of triage, you Absolutely. know, your decision making and, and, and make sure that you, you were making the most important decisions first and leaving some of the others you know, mm-hmm. for later because you didn't have the necessarily energy 
over time uh, to, to, to affect you know, the change that maybe you wanted to see. So I really tried to honor the work of the transition team at the same time, kind of put, you know, I hate seeing my fingerprint, you know, because mm-hmm. it's really not Jeff Hadley. It's really about our team. And, sure. And, uh, you know, honestly, and I'd even told the county manager this, you know, because he had selected two assistant, mm-hmm. um, interim assistant chiefs before I got here. And I was kind of like, huh, hmm. You know, I yeah. thought I thought I was going to you know get to, to do that. And of course, they were interim and I could have, you know, went in a new direction. But what fantastic picks. I yeah. mean, uh, Terry Shoup and Julie Tolbert just have been phenomenal, um, you know, and, and they both got their strengths and, and, and brought that to the table. And, but first and foremost, just their commitment. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have people that are committed to doing a good job, I'll take that over talent. Any day of the week, sure, and twice yeah. on Sundays. You know, and you do have an incredible command staff. Not not just your your assistant right. chiefs, but your command staff has been. I I sit back and I watch. I mean, I've been in and out of law enforcement for a number of years on the mm-hmm. civilian side of it, and I can see how sometimes they don't work together as a team. The mm-hmm. command staff. Sure. I've never seen that with your command staff. They always, at least from outside appearances. They always work together. And I think that's a really interesting thing to see leadership always coming up with the same decisions. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's just kind of the tone we set from the Mm -hmm. beginning. You know, my approach has always been about teamwork and relationships, whether it be internally or externally. You know, I mean, you you try to set your ego aside, Mm -hmm. you know, institute your best judgment, collective judgment. Um, and, and I think that's what we've been able to do. And, and we really wanted to set that tone from the beginning because we haven't, we had and still have the opportunity to shape our culture. Yeah. And so everybody's sitting back and watching, you know, what's, what is the chief doing? What is the assistant chief doing? How are they handling things? And we wanted to make sure that, um, we had a culture of inclusiveness, of teamwork, of listening, mm-hmm. of treating our employees well. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean everybody gets what they want and that doesn't sure. mean, you know, it's Skittles and rainbows every day. Um, but what it does mean is we're going to treat you as a human being. We're going to treat mm-hmm. you as a person and not a number. Um, we're going to listen to you. We're going to give you your fair opportunity to put forth your ideas or explain your point of view. And at the end of the day, you know, decisions have to be made. Sure. Um, but I th- really think that's really how we've tried to drive the organization because my philosophy is if we're treating our employees well, they're going to go treat the public well. Exactly. I agree. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of basic human nature. Mm-hmm. And so um, so going by that, I think that has transferred out into the community and the work that the officers have done on a daily basis because th- they are the ones that matter most, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. There's more of them. Right. They have the most contact with the public. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they feel good about their employment, by and large, and uh, they feel like they're being treated well and they're, you know, um, valued and then they're going to go value the community. And so I and I always thought and I still believe, you know, what was wanted or expected from CCPD is they want to see you and they want to know you. Absolutely. You know, and so that's that was kind of my you know marching orders, if you will, mm-hmm. like, go, go, go meet your community, go date them. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, you know, we have a, we have an arranged marriage with our community. Sure. You know, any police department has an arranged marriage with their community. And it's how you handle that marriage, mm-hmm. like any marriage, right, or relationship. Sure. You know, how much do you put into it? How much do you value it? Um, and if that comes through on a day-to-day basis, 
um, by our officers and by everyone, everyone in the organization when trouble comes, because it will, mm-hmm. there'll be differences and conflict. There could be a, you know, a controversial officer involved shooting. There could mm-hmm. be some other incident. When you've built up enough credibility and legitimacy with your community because the work that you've done every single day, then your community will, number one, support you or give you the benefit of the doubt um, or allow you to make mistakes if you fess up and own up to, hey, we could have mm-hmm. done that better or we should have done this better. Um, but you only get that when you put in the work on the front sure. end. And so uh, that's kind of our consistent message uh, to throughout the organization on a daily basis. I think that's, I mean, it's a great way of, of handling it and looking at it. And uh, I do want to back up for just a second and and make sure that people understand where you guys patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys handle all of our unincorporated Chatham County uh, areas. And that's, uh, we recently, the, the county manager was on the show and he called it the city of Chatham. Yeah. Um, and I think that helps people to really kind of understand it. Yeah. You're not in a city, but it, you get treated like you're your own city. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's your responsibility, but that's, that's a huge area. That's everything that isn't in a municipality. So you have little pockets over here and mm-hmm. little pockets over here and a big pocket over here. How do you, how do you manage that? How do you handle getting officers to all those areas? Yeah. Well, it isn't easy because, you know, we it's interesting you asked this question because I was actually having this conversation about geography Mm -hmm. um, the other day around, you know, if you have, you know, most municipalities, you know, their borders are contiguous. Right. right? Most. Georgia is a little different because it doesn't state law doesn't require that. Many state Mm -hmm. laws require that your municipal boundaries have to be contiguous. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas here in Chatham County particularly the city of Savannah has little pockets, yeah, you know, sure. they, they annex here and they annex there. And so they're responsible for this subdivision, you know, I think way off, off, off Canebrook road, there's a mm-hmm. subdivision right by the botanical gardens. That's the city of Savannah. Right. So even is, my own neighborhood is that way out in Georgetown. Right. So half of the neighborhood is, is unincorporated. Mm-hmm. And then the, there's like 120 houses that are city of Savannah. Right. So, you know, it's kind yeah. of like, how do you, how do you patrol that? Yeah, it's uh well number one it's an it's an understanding of what what your responsibilities are mm-hmm. so what belongs to you if you will and what belongs to the city mm-hmm. of Savannah or Garden City or Pooler or Tybee right. or you know a lot of folks yeah. you know would make the assumption that Spanish Hammock mm-hmm. is the city of Tybee right but it's not yeah it's the unincorporated parts of Chatham County so we actually patrol that and we yeah. patrol eighty uh, the road that goes out to Tybee Island mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, that your officers, one, understand that what's in their beat and in their district and, you know, that they need to make themselves known and be seen in those areas that they may not often get to because they're at the outer borders or or whatnot. So, you know, um, we run all the way from the county line west Mm -hmm. all the way to Tybee Island and everything in between that's not incorporated. So we have a large geographical area to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can create its own problems in terms of presence, mm-hmm. um, in terms of response times, sure, um, and things of that nature. But I think by and large, we've done a pretty good job. Um, you know, we, we do a daily activity report mm-hmm. every night or every shift. So day mm-hmm. and night. And in that I've 
I hate to say mandated, but I guess I've mandated. I want to see your community engagement activities. I mean, you're going to get, you know, uh, information on crimes and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But what I'm equally interested in is the community engagement that the officers are doing every single day. Yeah. You want to make sure it has to be the expectation. Sure. What you also have to do is build that into your reward system. So what traditionally law enforcement uh, has done for many years, and maybe some agencies still do, which I would scratch my head why it's, it's been when you want to get promoted or you want to go to the specialty units, all stat driven, how many arrests did you make? How Mm -hmm. many tickets did you write? You know, things of that nature. Equally, I want to know, tell me your most important community engagement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that you did in the last six months that right. stuck out to you. That's balance. Sure. That's, that's, that's community policing. Mm-hmm. So I'm really not, I could go out and write a thousand tickets yeah. and probably create more problems than I solved. Absolutely. Right. Um, so I'm more interested in problem solving. I'm more interested in, of course, doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not that you're not, you're a byproduct of what we do. You're going to make arrests and you're going to have to write citations mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons, but that's just not my focus. I mean, we want to solve problems. We want to make, you know, lives better for people. Well, it's the um, serving part of protect and serve. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And, and so, um, you know, instilling that in your culture mm-hmm. and in your organization and in your reward system. Um, is going to leave leave you in a good place. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. If, if me as the individual officer, we all want something selfish out of our career, yeah, right? You sure. Know, we we want a pay raise. We want Absolutely. we want to get promoted, or we want to do this or that. So if the organization sets the reward for moving up or getting what you want, that's in line with you know what's best for the community, then you're in a good place, right? You know. So again, not to be repetitive, but I want to make sure that our officers understand that. You're not going to impress me by coming in and writing a thousand tickets. You impress me by solving the problem. Mm-hmm. You'll impress right. me by getting out of your car and engaging the community, you know, or identifying a problem. And maybe you have to go write tickets because the public wants yeah. this street police because sure. they're, they're going 55 and a 30 in a school zone. Right. Okay. Right, right. Absolutely. We're going to go write tickets. It's a public safety um, yes. exercise, but and not for your own stats and for your own ego to say, I wrote 40 tickets today and look what a great cop I am. That doesn't make a great cop. And sometimes you have to, you have to hear from the community to know what those problems are to solve them. So if people are having a problem in their neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. if they're having crime problems, they actually have to let you know. And how do they, how do they let you know? By you, the onus is on us to get out of our car, Mm -hmm. to meet them in their place, on their lawn, in their driveway, Mm -hmm. at the park, Sure. Even at the convenience store to be welcoming, to be friendly, to be approachable. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you start building those relationships in your neighborhood, because you're going to be policing that same neighborhood when you're working your 12-hour shift, right? Sure. So those folks that even may be distrustful of the police or apprehensive, once you get to know them, the badge and the uniform kind of melts away. Mm -hmm. And they're looking at you as a human, as mm-hmm. Abby, as mm-hmm. Catherine, as Nick, and go, oh, Officer Nick, I'm, sure. hey, down the street, you know, I think these, these these young kids are breaking into cars or, you know, this house, there's a lot of loud music or whatever it is, whatever, you know, affects their quality of life. And, and once they let you know that, then it's it's our obligation to go and, and try to help solve those problems as best we can. That's awesome. I mean, it's nice to 
to have a police department like that. Um, all police departments should be like that. Yeah. I think we're seeing a shift to, to police departments to, to do more of that in community, community engagement. Um, but sometimes we're stuck in our ways and we still yeah. see a lot of traditional policing here. Well, you have to be intentional about it. Yeah. You know, and you have to, you know, you have to, as, as, a, as an administrator, you have to pay attention mm -hmm. to what's going on, albeit those daily activity reports. And you got to constantly, you know, kind of push it, you know, um, and, and make sure that it's happening. And again, you build it into the reward system and then you hold your captains accountable. Hey, why isn't this happening in your, in your precinct? Right. That's, that's just kind of what I've asked you to do. Is it unreasonable? Is it, you know, um, so, but our command staff's on board. They get it. They enjoy it. You know, they're not doing it begrudgingly or that's not the way I would do it. I mean, uh -huh. I think we're we're all lockstep in on, on our approach to, to how we want to police the unincorporated areas and and also be good partners to the other agencies here in in, in the county. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, shifting gears a little bit, I know your department is just over eighteen months old. Um, so can you share with us as a department uh, what one of your number one accompl accomplishments have been? The and I've said it before. I think the most remarkable accomplishment is our staffing. We are. 100% staff. That's amazing. I have never known of another police department that was over about 10 people that could be 100% staffed. It's just not, not a thing you hear of in law enforcement. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I don't know what the silver bullet is, quite frankly, <laughs> but I'll take it. Yeah. You know, and, and it's a team effort. I mean, you know, everybody in this room had a part in it. Um, the, the entire staff, the county manager, the county board, the county chairman. I mean, everybody made decisions and made commitments and put their back into a whole lot of work uh, to make us where we're at today. So, I mean, it's a total team effort for Team Chatham. And, you know, to sit back and, and, and be 100% staffed in, in today's tough job market in law enforcement is, is pretty remarkable. Um, we just got to keep you know, doing what we do sure. um, and we're going to grow. I'd like to grow. I mm -hmm. mean, so there's some, you know, we went through a strategic planning process. Um, that's uh, we're finalizing that up, kind of polishing up the final product. And, and so that'll be presented you know, to the board and, and uh, through the county uh, manager. Um, so there's some things that I'd like to see us get to over the next three years. I think that's great. How, how many, how many people do you have? How many officers? How many civilians? So I have um, 125 sworn officers, and I'm thinking around 20 uh, civilian staff. I don't have the exact number off the top of my head. In addition to that, we also have an obligation um, to the counter narcotics team. Mm -hmm. And so we are over hiring to fulfill our obligation to them, mm -hmm. um, which it will be 14 officers, 14 sworn, one, one lieutenant, one sergeant, the rest investigators. And we're about halfway there. Okay. So um, we really, if you add all those numbers together, we're really going to have almost close to 140 sworn officers. Uh, wow. Hopefully by March or April. That's, that's actually pretty amazing within two years to have that many people. And like you said, you're 100% staffed. Um, just I can't believe how it all came together. You know, it's, you know, it's yeah. good when it all comes together like that. Yeah. Let's talk about, you can't police in a vacuum here. We have right. eight, eight municipalities, um, plus unincorporated Chatham. All of them have law enforcement with the exception of Vernonburg. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you you guys have to work with everybody else. And that doesn't even include the state partners and the federal mm -hmm. partners and everything. How important are those relationships? Oh, they're, they're critical. I mean, honestly, they're just critical. I mean, if you think you can do it alone, you, you're sadly mistaken. I mean, you know, everybody has something to offer. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and so if you take it, when I say take advantage of that, I mean, I just mean that if you have the relationships intact, that if I, I, I have every bit of confidence, if I picked up the phone this second and asked any of the local chiefs, hey, I need help. Can you help me with this? Because you have this in the mm -hmm. meeting. I have no doubt they would say yes, unless there was just some reason they couldn't. Sure. Um, and vice versa. I mean, yeah. we're here as well. I mean, we're we're the second largest agency that does patrol mm -hmm. in Chatham County. You know, you got City of Savannah, um, obviously, as the largest, and of course the sheriff's office with the jail and, and their staffing. But um, we're the se we have the second highest call volume um, in the second largest department. So we do we have something to offer to them as well. Um, so it, it's a spirit of cooperation. I think everybody really gets along, sets their egos aside. I don't see any bickering, any any, I just don't. I just don't. I mean, and, and, the, and at the end of the day, the public doesn't care if you're wearing French blue, dark blue, brown. <laughs> exactly. They really don't care. And a lot of times they don't even know who's, if they pulled you over, they don't even know. They just know a cop pulled them over. In Absolutely. So, I mean, we all represent each other. Yeah. You know, at, at the end of the day, we all represent each other. And so um, a lot of good relationships here. Um, we all help each other out, um, particularly with the city of Savannah and the sheriff's office. We do a lot of training together. Yeah. Um, of course, we're starting a SWAT team with with the sheriff's office, um, and that's been a, a eight eight nine month process so far. We still have a long way to go, um, but I mean, City of Savannah has been great to work with. I mean, some people asked when I got here, "Oh, is there a lot of you know bickering?" I said, "No, not at all." Not As at all. county manager has said, it was a win win. Uh, when we when we separated those police departments, I don't like to use the word demerger. That's yeah. just a I don't like that yeah. word. But when we separated the police departments, it was a win win. They needed to concentrate on a on a certain thing, and the unincorporated county needed to feel like they had law enforcement that could listen to their needs. Yes. Um. And so it was a win win for everybody. And I know that most of your command staff knows the people that are command mm -hmm. staff over at the city of Savannah and because they've been here for a long time. Yeah. They aren't new to this area like you are. Um, and you've come in and made those relationships. So I, I, I never see where you guys are like, Oh, well, we don't get along with them or we can't work with them. That doesn't happen here. Yeah, and I think doesn't. that's, I think that's great because in other areas that can happen yeah. uh, where law enforcement doesn't work with other law enforcement. I'm just, I'm so pleased to see, how those relationships work. When I, and I've seen that firsthand with um, being on call for the police department. Um, I'll get some calls from reporters and they'll say that they saw um, Chatham County police vehicle out at a scene and it turns out that they're assisting. So a lot mm -hmm. of times that it y'all are helping all around the county, no matter what municipality. So it's just great to, to see that, um, that y'all are offering that support. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think our, our, our men and women really truly get that. Mm -hmm. I'd be disappointed if they didn't. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Abby, final thoughts for today? Um, 
do y'all have any upcoming community events? I know you have Coffee with a Cop sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, do you have anything like that that's happening soon? Uh, we're going to do a couple shop with the cops. Okay. So uh, we're going to be working with uh, iHeartRadio and Bill Edwards and oh, Ronald awesome. McDonald House to do a, a uh, shop with a cop with them. We're also uh, developing our own and working with some of the local major retailers to get some gift cards and then identify um, some families and children uh, that could benefit from a shop with a cop. So sure. we've got those things uh, coming up just in the next, you know, probably 30, 30 to 45 days. That's awesome. And I, I'm, I'm sure that if people want to know more information about that, they can call uh, your public information officer, Betsy Nolan, and she can probably give them more information. That's correct. Yeah. You can get a hold of Betsy Nolan or we have our own Facebook page, which is, uh, I think we have a pretty good outreach with that. So you mm -hmm. can always post something on our Facebook page or ask questions to her. And she, you know, she's real good about getting back with folks. You can always email me at jhadley at chathamcounty.org. Uh, I'll try to answer you as best I can or direct you where you need to go if you have questions. So, um, you know, I just appreciate all the support we've gotten, certainly from, from our governmental partners and the county itself, but but the community as well. They've been fantastic. Uh, and when they go out and pat our officers on the back and say thank you, it really does mean a lot. You know? yeah. I mean, it does mean a lot to them. They may not always express it because they may be shy sure. or, or, oh, no big deal, but I can tell you at the end of the day, it is a big deal to them. So thank you. Absolutely. Nick, any final thoughts? Um, no, I just, I'm really proud of the police department. And I know chief, you spoke earlier about um, the difficulties to get into being staffed 100%. And as awesome as it is being staffed 100%, I think you guys must be doing something great that you're able to retain the officers that you have. So for anyone who has an interest um, interest of becoming a police officer, kind of explain what are you guys doing that's so great that once you are 100% staff, you're making it where people don't want to leave and you're not having this high turnover rate. Yeah, that's a very good question. And I think, you know, again, I, you try to put your finger on it. Um, and, and what I, I think what we consistently come back to is just how we treat our employees. And we really try to treat them as a person. Um, we engage them. We want them to let them know they matter, uh, that we care about them. You know, again, not try to be all Pollyannish and it's perfect no. and everything. But I, I really think there's a great intention around mm -hmm. that. And our officers are our best recruiters. Absolutely. I can, you know, I can put ads up and put billboards up and do all kinds of stuff, but, you know, word of mouth travels pretty quick. And when our officers tell other officers, you want to come work for Chatham County, because it, it, and when I say county, I'm not saying just the police department, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a lot of our officers have a lot of, give a lot of credit to human resources and just the tone at the county mm -hmm. and how they treat their employees. Um, they feel like they matter. Right. They really, really feel like they matter and that, that there's, that there's somebody. And so, uh, again, I don't want to take all the credit. I mean, it's a team effort, but um, specifically to the police department, you know, we want just want our officers to know that they're going to get trained. They're going to get good equipment. Uh, they're going to be treated with respect. Um, and, and it really is a good place to work. And so, uh, and they have opportunities. I mean, they're going to have opportunities sure. to grow uh, and, and do some of the things in, in, in their career that, that, that uh, will benefit them in the long run. So, um that's what I'd like to think, what keeps people where they're at and uh, keeps them as members of the Chatham County Police Department. Because they have choices. Sure, they do. A lot of choices around here to work. Uh, a lot of people hiring. And so it's a, it's kind of competitive. Um, and again, the, the, the county commission is great with the pay and the pay plan and everything. Um, but I'd like to think, you know, not everybody stays just because of the money. You know? Right. I mean, I think I think people stay because of the organization as a whole. 
and, and I think we, we do a lot of things right in Chatham County um, and at the police department. So, Chief, any other things that we haven't covered today that you really wanted to cover? Um, I want to thank you guys. Oh, thank you. You know, uh, what um, maybe most folks don't remember is the the uh, branding of the police department. Uh, Abby had a huge oh, her. On her. Blush. <laughs> <laughs> but won or got second in a national award yes. um, for the branding of the police department. And so uh, thank you, you know, for making us look good. Well, we've really enjoyed working with y'all. It's always a pleasure to work with your department. It really is. You're, you're very easy to work with, and it is a team effort. Thanks. But, uh, no, I, I mean, I just want to say that. There's a lot of thanks to go around. A lot of credit goes to a lot of folks. And, again, it's a team effort, and, mm -hmm. uh, team Chatham, and uh, just proud to be here. And uh, I don't plan on going anywhere. So. <laughs> well, good. We don't want you to go anywhere. We like having you here. Um, I, I have to say that it has been probably one of the highlights of my career. Um, to to help transition that um, transition back to the county for the police mm -hmm. department and working with Abby on the branding and working with mm -hmm. you guys and your public information until Betsy came on board and then still helping with the the on call stuff. I mean that's that I have to say that that's really a, it's it's fulfilling mm -hmm. for me um, as a as a public information mm -hmm. person um, to do those things and see us really reaching out to our community. Um, Obviously, we wouldn't work. None of us here would work in government if we didn't want to right. reach out to our residents and make this a better community to live in. Um, and I, I'm really appreciative of you guys for for stepping up and doing the kind of policing that you do. Well, I appreciate that. You know, and I think what the the test will be, you know, ten years, fifteen years from now, when we're all gone, or yes. maybe some people will still be. Maybe I'll still be here. But I'm just saying, mm -hmm. when we reflect back mm -hmm. and look at where we started. And, mm -hmm. and where we're at, you know, 15, 20 years prospectively, and our legacy will be that. Right. You know, and if, if there's going, wow, that's that's a heck of a police department. Yeah. You know, and look with the, you know, who who did that back, back in the day? Right, right. You know, we'll be, all, all of us will be proud to say we had something to do with it. And, Absolutely. And I think that'll be the legacy of, of the, the county and the Chatham County Police Department. I think you're you're absolutely right about that. Well, Chief, we're going to have you back on the show right. in the future. We're going to have some of your officers on the show Fantastic. in the future. Um, you guys have such a great story to tell, um, and this is a perfect place to do it. So thank you for being here today, and we will have you back probably in the next couple months. And uh, so everybody, just join us again next time for another edition of The Chat.